Oh my God! They killed Harley. You bastards! Oh, and welcome to episode thirty-one, one hundred and thirty-three of Under the Call of MS. Gonna be a regular episode, little comics, little MS, little whatever. And we're gonna start out with comic book talk as usual. I got a Vertigo Jam number one. It's very fun. Uh, nice little compilation of a variety of different stories and different characters. Pick up your ears, relax your limbs, and let let us send some sound messages up your spine. It's our very first Vertigo Jam session, and we've asked some of our favorite creative types to whip up a little impromptu word word music for you. Just take a look. The Sandman, there, just above the threshold of audible sound, the murmur of lutes, and the wailing of pipes. Still can't hear it? Listen carefully to the voice of the Sandman, whispering words from your wildest dreams. Hellblazer, feeling blue? Let John Constantine, modern London's slickest mage, show you how... Show you how low down can get. Animal Man. You've never heard of jazz like this before. Down in Birdland, Buddy Baker runs afoul of a turkey with an attitude. Doom Patrol. Freak and Dorothy. And the world's weirdest band of superheroes. A group guaranteed to satisfy your soul. Right down to your toes. Swamp Thing, escape from the world of concrete and highways to the backwaters of Louisiana, where spirits don't always come in bottles and rhythm isn't the only thing that's infectious. Kid Eternity, rock yourself a long way from, from sleep with Kid Eternity, a long-haired, loose-lipped adolescent from hell. Jade the Changing Man. Unexpected combinations, surprising reverberations, strange three-way harmonies. If you're not afraid to experiment a little, then tune in to Shade, Kathy, and Lenny as they trip a light, trip a light, little light, fantastic. Don't get left standing in the corner. Jam with vertigo. I want to give away any of these stories. I just gave you that depiction off the cover. Just to let you know, because they're all, there's a lot of stories in here, and they're short, so I don't want to ruin them for anybody, but these were a lot of fun, and uh, wonderful artwork and everything. I really enjoyed this one, as I usually do with the compilation comic. Then I checked out Duck Avenger, got a couple different covers, so I grabbed them, and this one... Basically, you got some aliens coming to Earth and messing around with people. And while at the same time, yet the Duck Avenger out doing his duties, checking out things, looking for some actual action, something to actually take care of. And he comes across some of these alien creatures and... Uh, 
they end up thinking that he's like the smartest. He has to be the most intelligent duck in the world because he's a superhero unlike anybody else. And so they go on a search for him down the road. And at the same time, you got Donald Duck working with his Uncle Scrooge. And Uncle Scrooge bought a new mega building that was designed by the owner, a billionaire friend of his or whatever. And everything was designed by that character, so no one could figure out how to use any of this stuff. So he ended up getting a building for a steel. I think there's a, it's been a little bit since I read this, but I think it was 150 floors. And Uncle Scrooge asked Donald to look look over the place, take care of it for a while while he has to go off on business. And Donald, when he's alone, just researching, looking up the building, checking it out from the outside, he counts 150 floors. And then there's one more. So he counts up a total of 151 floors. And he spends his time trying to figure out how to get in there. And eventually accidentally gets into that room. And you find out lots of stuff from that point on. I don't want to ruin all that for you. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I like this. I know when I reviewed this on our other podcast, I mentioned that uh, he ended up saving Goslin duck and she ends up working with him helping him out being like a sidekick but i was wrong that was from dark that dark wing duck episode i read not long ago so my brain was crossing things over but this was a lot of fun you get to see what happens see uh, the duck avenger i expected to be goofier than dark wing duck because of it being donald but he's actually a pretty good superhero so it's it was fun to Fun arena. It's a nice thick episode. It's issue zero from IDW. It's nice thick, heavy episode. Different covers you can pick up, but yeah. Then keeping up with everything, I just want to know there let you know where I'm at if you're reading anything. The Wolverine Black, White, and Blood. Issue three is a bloodstorm. All kinds of issues here. You get the Meet Wolverine's daughter and uh, a character that causes him a co- lot of conflict and all that. Again, don't want to ruin that, but it, that series is still going strong. I am still enjoying it. Inkblot, issue six. I think I'm missing an issue. I think I skipped over one somehow, so I'm going to have to look through and see which one I'm missing and pick it up. But in this one, again, the human girl is just mean to the cat. She's evil. And everybody else looks at the cat and thinks the cat's evil. I'm still on the cat's side. I don't care what anybody says. This poor cat, I think, is just trying to change back time and make thing, fix things that these damn humans screwed up. My opinion, but who knows? I could be completely wrong, but the thing I do like is that the writer that's not a writer that's doing this so he might might play around with the storyline in a way people aren't expected. So we will see. And then I was getting rid of my Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey books. The first three or the first two I had 
for sale. And then I'm like, I came across the third one and I really liked the cover on it that I got. So I picked that one up. I'm like, damn it. Now I got to finish the series off and just, I got to keep this in my collection. And then, so I got number four to finalize it. And in this one, Harley goes through a lot of brutal stuff and she meets her end. And you get to see heaven and hell uh, fight over her and the Joker and Clayface and. All kinds of characters. And you even got the Red Tool, which is a guy from the future. It's hunting down Harley because he's sworn to protect her somehow. Don't know. I can't. Don't know if I read enough about him or not in the past. I don't remember it at the moment. But yeah, it was fun. Check it out. That series is worth it. Sucks that it's not a normal size comic. Hate the oversized stuff. Many people do like it. Check those out, and we will get into the MS stuff next. Let's look into some MS stuff. Uh, Our brains, our cognitive functions are always messing with us. Many of us, not all of us, probably, but most of us. And you can improve. Your cognitive function by doing physical activity, being open to experiences, learn new things and stuff like that, curiosity, creativity, uh, anything to keep that mind active, social connections, mindfulness, meditation, brain training games, virtual reality, regular video games, board games, any type of games are good to keep the brain active in thinking uh, and definitely get enough sleep to feel better during the day oh, as much better as better as you can be I guess <laughs> many of us still deal with a lot of fatigue issues no matter what but things you eat can affect what your MS do so there's different diets and stuff out there. I don't recommend them. I recommend you trying different foods and figuring out what helps you. But you can look at those diets to get some ideas and see which parts of those diets do work for you. And uh, Some of them that are out there are like the Paleolithic or Paleo diet, which emphasizes on protein, more polyunsaturated fat, no dairy, eggs, or gluten. Mediterranean diet, which emphasizes on whole grains, vegetables, fruits, legumes, olive oil, and fish. McDougal diet, which is low-fat, high-carbohydrate, vegan, and gluten-free diet. The Swank diet, which is low-saturated and unsaturated fat. This diet may affect MS in at least three different ways. Higher intake of polyunsaturated fats has been linked to less inflammation in the body, while eating saturated fats has been linked to greater inflammation, and we want less inflammation, of course. Less inflammation, less it's going to set off our issues. Changes in diet affecting 
numbers and types of bacteria in the gut, which can shift the immune system to be more or less inflammatory. So I like to play with my gut biome stuff. Apple cider vinegar recipes and things like that. Uh, foods rich in biotin or vitamin B7 may have a direct effect on our brain cells. Unfortunately, a real lack of evidence currently is out there for that. To say that any one diet has a significant impact on the course of MS, that's why I say try different things and build your own diet from all the other diets and all the other suggestions that you can find around with anti-inflammatory foods and stuff like that. Found that three of these diets, cater eating plans, Paleo, McDougal, and Swank could lead to significant diet dietary deficiencies in such things as folic acid, vitamin D, B6, or B12, calcium, iron, or omega-3 fatty acids. Depending on the specific dietary restrictions, it is important to talk with your doctors before adopting a new eating plan. Eat fresh food, predominantly plant-based food, and avoid highly processed foods and those that are high in saturated fats. Stay away from the center aisles, the box, the can, all the processed crap. Try and go with more real stuff. But, yeah, a lot of these people, characters that had these diets, I'm starting to see nowadays, and they're not doing that great. Many of them, so you're better to add thing, add a variety of things to your diet that work to help your body. Just stick away from the things that make you feel like crap. And so I learned, <laughs> I dug a while off alcohol, and I just started at some uh, wine the other night, and then I decided to end it with a couple beers. Oh, and I drank that beer, I instantly felt like shit. So I am guessing I got a major gluten intolerance. So I am going to try some different things and see how they affect me and probably go gluten-free for a while and do the sugar-free again, which I should have done while I took a a, a break from alcohol because I quit after the Super Bowl until now. And I was going to wait till the Stanley Cup, but hockey's not going to have the Stanley Cup till July because of the whole new scheduling system. So we will stick with this plan for now and try some gluten issues. That society is supporting research looking at key molecules that are important to the cells that make myelin. Oligodendrocytes. And that may serve as targets for promoting, promoting myelin repair. Playing around with these things, they got all kinds of different uh, maps and stuff with dendrites, neurons, nodes of Ranvier, the Schwann cells, the axons, the neurons, how they're connecting them together, seeing if they can do any type of repair. So hopefully we'll see something in the future. And of course, the effects of aging affects the myelin repair too. So. Remyelination is a beautiful process that occurs spontaneously and works efficiently after injury in the early stages of MS.
After stem cells are activated in the area of injury, they migrate and undergo cell divisions so that they become abundant in the vicinity of injury. Finally, they undergo a change that allows them to become myelin-forming cells uh, that allow them, yeah. So it's like, I really want to try stem cell, but I don't know if I'll get to experience it in my days, but they have, have been working with it, getting it more and more in the United States, and we will just have to see what the future brings. In individuals with MS, the process of remyelination becomes less well-regulated and less well-orchestrated with age. Eventually, it results in an inability to produce myelin, which coincides with the onset of secondary progress, progressive MS, primary progressive MS, and so on. Finding funding for ideas can be difficult. Um, to help out with different MS issues. One thing I'm gonna put out there is remember if you use my idea, don't forget to keep giving my percentages for giving you the idea. But uh, I'd really like to see a VR game out there. VR has enhanced itself so much. Over the past years, I would like to see one where you can physically virtually experience a person's conditions you can live the life of someone that has ms and see what it's like visually and how to do it have little electrodes hooked up to the person so they can get different types of stimulations and stuff it, i think it would be something that could be done pretty simply in the future but some people with ms may have to Difficulty interpreting what others are feeling, writing, or how we interpret things, see things, changes in social cognition, how people process and apply information about other people, and social situations, also called reading social cues. Social cognition includes interpreting facial expressions understanding how other people are feeling and being able to show empathy without being able to read those social cues people can't react effectively and we get we many of us have that issue to deal with and problems with reading social cues may be linked to other cognitive problems such as processing speeds uh, social cues guide our interactions and relationships with family, friends, colleagues, and strangers. People with MS who have problems reading social cues sometimes limit or even stop their social activities. Just don't even want to socialize anymore. If you're having problems in relationships with friends or family members, such as fighting more often or hearing from them less often, you might be missing their social cues. Avoiding other people isn't the answer. Practicing your social skills helps you strengthen them. Others can help you think of things you're trying to say, so it doesn't hurt to be social and just hope people around you understand that you struggle at times. They can help you with things you're trying to think of if they know what you're talking about. Uh, 
you can bring a friend or family member to support you and help you with your socialization. I use my wife all the time. I prefer her to be around when I have to do a lot of talking. She can help me with those trigger items, uh, spend time with people one-on-one or in small groups, take exercise classes for people with MS, and join an MS support group. All great to help you with socialization. But that's it for now. We're going to end this, and I'm going to throw a little shopping items that you can buy in the future at the end of this. What did you buy? What are you going to buy? We're going to get into some more uh, goodies coming up out in the future so let's just get right to it justice league last ride number one by dc comics once the most powerful group in the world the justice league was destroyed by tragedy and time disbanding under a mistrust and anger now on the eve of the universe's greatest murder trial the league must come together one last time can Superman and Batman bury the past before the cosmos's greatest villains bury them? Learn the shocking truth in this new digital first adventure by writer Chip Zdarsky, artist Miguel Mendonca. Justice League, check it out. And they're so busy in between all their shit fighting between each other. I don't know why they ever became formed up as a group. Yeah. Uh, if you're into this character, I don't know. I just thought he was cool looking. It's like a grasshopper style character. I don't know where he's from or what. Kind of looks like uh, Power Rangers style, but Cayman Rider Zero. One realizing hopper figure. I banned Presto. It's pretty cool looking if you're into that character at all. Then we got Kent Menace, director's cut number zero. Ahoy, mates. Here's your chance to discover Scott Braden and Mike Malborough's Kent Menace, the all-new weird hero whose comic book debut, Diamond Comic Distributors President and CEO Steve Gippie says, Crackles with energy and overflows with possibility. <laughs> There's a bunch of different descriptions by a bunch of different artists and stuff, but it seems like it's got a lot of different people that put their hand into it. So if you know anything about this character or want to know about this character, check it out. Looks kind of interesting, kind of right. Reminds me of a John Carter type character. But see if you like that. We got King in Black, Return of the Valkyries. Valkyries. Trade paperback by Marvel Comics. Once there was an entire army of Valkyries. But now Jane Foster is the only one. When Null and his symbiote horrors come to Earth and the planet's guardian, the sentry, falls, 
All Jane sees when she looks at our big blue planet is a vision of death. To help stop the king in black, Jane must rebuild the Valkyries, starting with Hildegard, a warrior from Asgard's hallowed halls, and the X-Man Danny Moonstar, former Valkyrie herself. What Jane doesn't know is she was never the only Valkyrie after all. Who is the fourth warrior? Elsewhere, unknown to Jane, Null's power has spread across the galaxy and infected creatures even older than the gods. And it may not matter how many Valkyries Jane can bring to their aid. Black's King in Black, Return of the Valkyries, number one to four. All right, now another fun thing to put on your desk is they got a a 12-piece assortment case of Kirby, Friends of Shokugan minifigures. You can't go wrong. Just get a bunch of little Kirbys and put them all over your house. (laughs) What can make life any better? Everybody needs a little curry in their life. <laughs> All right, I got Kitchen Witch, graphic novel by 215 Inc. Manhattan Kitchen's geography becomes a fantasy landscape. Hanging pots become floating iron islands. Grills become steaming ore fields. A new Narnia garnished with culinary flourish- flourishes. Kitchen Witch is for every boy who idolizes his dad. The night before the opening of his dad's new restaurant, Kevin sneaks down to the kitchen and enters the fantastic world within its walls. There, the gremlin lord has stolen his secret family ingredient. Get it back, Kevin and Lobus, the Kitchen Witch, battle their way through towering mouse beasts, bacteria bandits, and fruit flywaymen. <laughs> this is the distillation of childhood, when the fantastic still still waits around any corner, combining Scandinavian folklore with raw childhood imagination and emotion. And this is just sounds like one that I gotta pick up and check out. I mean, granted, <laughs> yeah, the character's name Kevin, so it pulls me in a little bit extra. But I like the cold. What they've been doing with some of these cooking comics. So I'm curious about that. I'll be checking it out. Yeah, Cull, Cull, K U L L, can't say that without teeth. The Destroyer, original Marvel Years omnibus out there. So if you like Cull is the Destroyer, got an omnibus out there for you from Marvel, Marvel Comics. If you like those huge, heavy books. Like I liked them at first when I'd see people pull them out and stuff, but they are not enjoyable to for me to hold on to when I'm reading. I'd rather have the nice, light comic book. Some graphic novels, I prefer the mini or medium-sized graphic novel form and stuff, but uh, you still can't beat the single-issue comic when you're reading it to hold it. And I noticed with a lot of these new reprints of these omnibuses and the new omnibuses coming out they're coming out with all these multiple covers for them i'm like really 
And you're charging 100, 125, 200 bucks for these things, and you're gonna also throw it different covers out there. And just just stick with putting all the covers in the book. And that's just kind of dickish in my opinion. <laughs> like you really gotta suck all the money out of a person's pockets. Like you might really love the storyline and be like, oh shit, I like that cover, that cover. And you're out 500 bucks by the time you're done with it for one storyline. Another cute little character I've seen is this girl that's kind of dressed up in a panda outfit with like two different puppy dogs on her hand type characters. It's the Kuma 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 Bear, Yuna, Nendoroid character by the Good Smile Company. Check that out if you need a little collectible for your desk. Uh, we got La Mano del Destino trade paperback by Image Comics. La Mano del Destino tells the tale of a once champion luchador who, after being betrayed by his friends and unmasked in the ring, agrees to a Faustian bargain with a mysterious promoter. He gains a new power and the identity of Lamando del Destino in order to exact revenge upon his betrayers. Set in a swanky 1960s Mexico, where Lucha Libre is intrinsically woven into all aspects of society, this tale winds its way through the machinations and motivations of all types who inhabit this unique setting. Can Lamano del Destino get his revenge while remaining the champion he knows himself to be? Mesoamerican myth, Silver Age storytelling, and high-flying Lucha Libre action converge to tell this epic story of vengeance and destiny. Collects issues 1 to 6. I haven't heard anything about this, but I have enjoyed the Lucha Libre comics so far. Just recently talked about a Chavo Guerrero comic that was excellent. Trade paperback. But yeah, I will check that out down the road. And then if you need a bust for your desk, they have the Legends in 3D movie, The Crow, Eric Draven, Draven Half Scale Bust by Diamond Select. And it's an excellent movie. Great characters. So check it out. 